my voice to these guys doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. It's so fucked up. <laughs> it's fucked up. You're like making me like think about everything I'm doing. I'm like, fuck, what am I doing? Knock, knock. Who's there? Me, bitch. Hey. Jake Spencer from the It's Not What It Looks Like podcast. Back for another week. How are you guys doing this week? I am here today with my my first friend from tr- when I transferred oh, colleges, cute. Emily Ralph. What's She's, up? She not only is an avid TikToker, she <laughs> is a <laughs> hard seltzer lover. <laughs> Welcome. <gasps> Who doesn't love a seltzer though? I mean, come on. So we have so much to talk about. Yes. We're going to talk about TikTok. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about my beef with Bryce Hall. And we're going to talk about all the like corruptness in the entertainment business yes. because you too are in that biz doing your thing, grinding hard, going mm-hmm. on auditions and all that. But first, yep. everybody's favorite time uh-huh. of the week when we catch the viewers, listeners up with what's been going on in my life because, yes. you know, I'm a little of self-centered course. bitch and right, I just like talking about myself, but I also want to hear how your week has been. I haven't seen you in a while, so okay, COVID's cool. been crazy, so yeah. keep me updated. Um, First, I just want to give a little... um precautionary tale if you hear like people cannonballing into a pool in the background um loud kids screaming there's a bunch of random people in my backyard and we don't really know how they got there i know i saw like a little boy and i go oh i know i was like who are all these little blonde boys (laughs) okay so i just wanted to bring some awareness to the listeners today about something that i feel passionate about and i know i've talked to you a little about it but it's um premature hair loss so lord have mercy here we go so let me just take you guys back i was combing my hair and like chunks of hair was just falling out (laughs) for a long time but i just thought that was just like my hair like going through the process like shedding my skin and i'm gonna get new skin but then it came to a point where i'm not getting any new hair and so i'm looking in the mirror i'm like oh my gosh there is a giant triangle of baldness on my head this is so embarrassing and so i brought it up to my parents and i was like do you guys know about like hair loss like what i should be doing about it and my mom was like that's so funny that you say that because your dad started losing his hair at 21 <gasps> and then by 25 he shaved it bald and I was oh, like no. oh my gosh I'm 22 like oh my gosh. that's like what three four years like easy I'm gonna lose all my hair and be bald for the rest of my life and I'm still single the thing about my dad is like <laughs> they were already together they were like married by the time he was 25 and so for me I'm like if I want to find somebody I'm gonna need to do it before I get hair loss because for I was sure. so concerned about like nobody liking me without my hair loss yeah. and I was just going down this really dark spiral okay so I went to Target I bought oh, some biotin I thought you know what that'll be the first step for better hair growth right so i've been taking biotin for like a month it doesn't okay. work i'm on my last like five gummies of the month and <laughs> they're not doing anything for me they do good? no <laughs> i kid you not that's like the it's like my favorite part of my night routine i do it right before i brush my teeth yeah. i go in there and chew my gummies which yes. i'm not supposed to be chewing anything because i had a root canal but right. whatever <laughs> whatever whatever TBT. we'll talk about that in another podcast so but this week i think i had a breakthrough about my hair loss So I was listening to a podcast and this girl was telling about things she was into, you know, and she was like, low key, like I'm into receiving hairlines and even bald people. And I was like, there's hope hope for for you. (laughs) 
yeah. there's someone out there. And I was like, oh my gosh, maybe that there is a chance for me and I don't have to be so concerned about it. So that kind of started this like, okay, maybe I can get over this insecurity, you know, okay. like, and I can just go back to the normal, like I'm fat and I'm ugly, like oh, get God. rid of the hair loss one. That was like an addition I didn't need. Then I watch a YouTube video and these two guys are talking about hair loss and they were saying, okay, I look at it this way. No one has ever been like that person's hot because of their hair. And nobody has also said that person's not hot because they don't have hair. But then I really thought about it and I was like, people definitely say, and I definitely say that. <laughs> so I was like literally holding my tongue. I was like, hmm, like I totally think that. Yeah. So I don't know where I'm at with it, but I think it's something that I need to start working through. And that's just kind of where I'm at this. <laughs> this I just week. really love that. But also yeah. I think we were talking earlier this week and uh-huh. I was like, I just don't know if I could see like Jake bald. No. Okay. So I, I buzzed my hair once, right? I remember. Everyone said I looked like the boy from the striped pajamas. Okay. So I was about to say that, but like you totally yeah, did. Yeah. So I don't really know what the move is for me. If you guys have any tips for like hair growth, um, please, no please DM me. Let me yeah. know. I'm, I really want to know. Okay. Well, thank you so much for filling us in. I'm so glad you told us. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> what, have you, what have you been up to lately? Oh, geez. Um, so, yeah, so I'm teaching, like, a ton of dance. Like, it's kind of, it's kind of stupid how much I'm, I'm doing it, and I've, I'm learning how to say no. And in your last podcast, Dude, you yeah. talked about that. And I'm like, oh, you like, like, he she, knows. When she listens. <laughs> when she listens. <laughs> but, like, genuinely, I was like, oh, my gosh, he's speaking to me. Like, he oh knows. So, like, I can't say no, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, yeah, like, 22 classes. I'll take it on. Like, let's do it. So, um, today, just like story of the day, mm-hmm. my last class just gives me <laughs> s- hell. They do. Like she texted me at 10 50, uh, this 11 to 12, 15 class just feels so long. And I was like, like it already even started so long. That's what I'm telling you. I've only done it twice. And I'm like, oh my God, it's been one minute and oh 30 gosh. seconds. Like help. So anyways, I have this little girl and oh my gosh, like I mean, we have tough kids. Like, we all do. Right. This girl, I just, like, want to know what's going on in her, in, like, in her mind. First of all, where's, you have to wear a mask, right? Girlie comes oh, in with, like, a, like, a mask that, like, makes it look like it's actually, like, your nose. So, Girlie comes in with a cat one. Mm-hmm. So, it's, like, a cat nose. And okay. I'm, like, okay, like, for her, it's not really that weird. Yeah. But then, you guys, I kid you not, Girlie is going through the class meowing. <laughs> everywhere and the kids are like the fuck is going on with this girl like and i'm in my head like what what the fuck is going on with you (laughs) living her cat's fantasy great for her not for me and so at one point i go like like maybe stop meowing (laughs) and we're about to you're probably such a bitch to these kids like um can you um stop meowing you're not a fucking cat literally i'm like if i have to ask you one more time you're doing five (laughs) push-ups Do you make them do push-ups? Sometimes. Oh, my. You're, like, running a boot camp in there. But, like, girly, like, it, we're about to go across the floor. So she has mm-hmm. to move from one side of the room to the other. And I I like, kid you not, like she gets on her hands and knees. <laughs> I love and that she's, for you. like, walking, like, meow. And then she, <laughs> she, like, brings her hands up and she's, like, purr. I'm like, what is going on? Oh my god! Um, so yeah, so like that happened, wow. and at some point, like I was so done with the week that like mm-hmm. I just started laughing so hard. So like on the opposite realm, okay, I missed the club. <laughs> <laughs> I just what I would do 
to have like a Red Bull vodka. I know. An AMF I, in my hand. I know. Sweaty, disgusting. And I a, know. And a basic button up with a black jean combo boot situation. I know. Twerking, whipping my hair around. Yes. I know. I just would kill for it. I would kill right for now. it. When um, we had our Red Bulls, that's exactly what I was thinking, thinking about that. I <laughs> was like, Damn. Do you remember when we went to Tiger Heat? Yes. That, <laughs> literally my thought process. Remember when you, you were like doing cartwheels on the dance floor? <laughs> no surprises there at all. I think all? I was like hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> Wait, you were? I'm like on the couch. I, I was standing on the couch like up in the balcony. Yes. And I'm like, Woo! And you're like, oh. we are literally like, on one. on the side. That was psycho. Oh man, that was. But yeah, I'd give anything. Yeah. Honestly, TBT. Mm-hmm. Will we ever go back? Yeah, right. Probably not. Anything else going on in your life? So last night I was at Saddle Ranch, mm-hmm. and we'll get more into that. So, okay, wait. Why does everybody go to Saddle Ranch? I'll tell you why. So at first I didn't really get it because at first like I wasn't so involved in like the social media world that right. I was kind of like on the outside, like oh mm-hmm. it's a cool restaurant, and like mm-hmm. honestly my parents have been there, oh, and they're like. <laughs> Every time I go, like, my mom's like, bring back cotton salad. candy. <laughs> they have cotton candy at oh, Saddle Jake. Ranch? Oh, that's, that is the cool part, though. Like, their dessert Wait, is insane. Wait, is this the one with the bowl? Yes. Oh, do they have it at Universal? Yes. Wait, is that the one? No, this one's oh. on Sunset Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have, like, the s'mores. You can do s'mores. I didn't know the massive that. cotton candy. It all, it kind of makes sense. There's right. a bowl. And the, and the bowl. The bowl said it <laughs> all. <laughs> but, like, here's the thing. Like, their food's genuinely good what do you and get? it's huge oh shoot so garrett always gets the nachos and so okay. i like kind of snack off of that but they're like pretty oh, that much shoot. size and then i get the caesar salad with you. chicken <laughs> but the, like, i'll just let them trust you guys see? <laughs> <laughs> um and i get the classic caesar with chicken <laughs> i don't care what you eat <laughs> keep talking okay <laughs> it's fun um but yeah like last night we got there at like probably like 8 30 and when we got there like there was like probably a two-hour wait so because we were with people that are recognizable in the world we walked right up to a table which one in itself was super strange but like get it slowly throughout the whole night like more and more social media influencers Mm -hmm. were coming and like all these people and i was like where am like where am i okay so I had a friend, here's the real tea. Oh. I had a friend there who like, we've had a lot of history and she texted me and she's like, is she from like college? She's from college. Oh, so she's not in the she's world. She's in of... my, no. Oh, okay. And she sees me and she's like, are you at Saddle Ranch? And I was like, what the <laughs> hell are you, you doing texting me? <laughs> and she's like, cause I can see you like come over and say hi. And I'm like, well, fuck, like what am I supposed to do? Like not to go. Like yeah. <laughs> you clearly see me looking at my phone. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> So it's like, I can't I avoid it. That. I know. And Garrett's like, yeah, Garrett's like, why can't you just ignore it? And I was like, cause she can see, she can me. see me. So I go over there. We're like making the small talk, whatever. And she's like, oh, so you're here with like Taylor and them. And she was like, I didn't know you knew them. And I was like, well, it's Garrett's cousin. So like, yeah, we know yeah. him. And I was like, okay, like I'll see you later. All of a sudden she comes over to the table with a tequila shot for me <gasps> that she had bought. <laughs> why is that me? <laughs> like, when i got it though i go <laughs> i literally go jake would love this <laughs> that's the dream it's a dream. <laughs> free tequila shot but like i was like what are you we don't talk yeah like we have beef like why are you over here 
And I was like, oh my gosh, thanks so much. And like uh, everyone at the table. So she's like bribing you. And everyone at the I table know. is kind of like, like kind of like, yeah, what's going on? You know? And Garrett. They're like, oh my God, Emily's stepping up her game. Random I, people are bringing her tequila shots. I was like, like wow. where are free tequila Wait, shots? Wow, okay. <laughs> so like, we got like 7 million more followers than her. Why aren't we getting I'm the like free tequila with shots? with my 3K. I'm yeah. like, shots. <laughs> So I was there last night. It was just a really weird situation. Well, I'm glad we're just having quite the time in quarantine right now. You know, Mm -hmm. we're in California, so it's still pretty locked down. There's not much we can do, but I'm glad you're really getting out. I've been to one restaurant in the last six months. Are you being serious? Yeah, I literally haven't gone out at all. I've been stuck in my house. Oh my gosh, you need to get out. It's scary to go out. Um, You're not wrong. But, oh, my voice cracked. (laughs) So like you clearly heard last week, we did advice for our viewers who took questions and one that we didn't get to answer was about just post-grad life and what's life like after graduation because a lot of my listeners are still in college or high school even um so you are one of my only other friends that I think is just kind of graduated Mm -hmm. and living the work life and just doing the thing I think it would be perfect to talk to you about what post-grad life has been like yeah what's maybe one of the hardest things that you've found post-grad and then maybe something that's encouraging or hopeful for people just feeling like it's doomsday out here yeah no for sure I think one of the hardest things is I think there's such a pressure right when graduation hits already Mm -hmm. pre-covid of like what are you gonna do with your life you know like you're supposed to have it all figured out Mm -hmm. and I think that's been even harder with covid because opportunities are so slim and so it's like no, one, I don't have it figured out. Mm-hmm. Two, we're in a really weird time in the world where, like, there's not an opportunity really to figure it out. Yeah. And so, I mean, I'm lucky to have a job. I'm very grateful right yeah. now. But I think one of the hardest things has been having to, like, just with family being like, well, what are you going to do with the rest of your life? Yeah. And I've kind of, like, I think the better, like, the good thing that's come mm-hmm. out of, like, graduating in this time is, like, I didn't feel immediate pressure for myself to go figure out what to do because I couldn't I'm letting myself kind of like self-discover what I want to be doing which I think is gonna help me down the road but it also doesn't make it easier telling people like yeah yeah after four years five years of college I have no idea what I'm gonna do with my life but also like we're 23 we shouldn't know what we need to do with our lives like I would say like the the hopeful thing out of it is like I don't have it figured out. I don't think you have it figured mm-hmm. out yet. I don't think Joe down the street has it figured out yet. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. Love that guy. <laughs> so, like, don't feel pressured. Yeah. Um, don't. For me, like, the hardest thing, we were very blessed, I think, with our, like, once we transferred, we were able to make a lot of friends in college. And so, for me, the hardest thing has been not having my, like, support system necessarily right at the tip of my fingers every right. day college is a very unique experience where you like live a mile from all your best friends and now you get dis- everybody gets displaced back to their respective states and homes and right. I went down from like having a hundred friends to like a close 10 maybe right. that I talked to in a month right and so that has been the hardest transition for me mm-hmm. um I will say this whole um, not knowing what we're going to do, something encouraging has been like, I can literally do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Um, I can try new things. I can make a podcast. I right. can do a passion project. Having that authority has been like empowering mm-hmm. and made me more strong as an individual. And also I was talking to one of my friends today actually, and she was saying like right now because of COVID and everything being online that it's been so much harder on her mental health and it's been mm. harder to 
in college on a good note and strong mm-hmm. and self-discovered and stuff like that. But she feels like her mental health is just like wavering away and she like was doing so good, but now it's like so hard. And I mean, granted, we also graduated in the pandemic, so we feel that I, I can't really attest for not <laughs> graduating in that. Right. But I imagine that no matter what you end college like that, because throughout the four years, we're like experiencing things and... <laughs> I sound like that Kylie Jenner meme where she's like, this year is all about learning things Uh and understanding things. Uh Anyways, so you go through the four years and things are happening and you're not necessarily processing every single moment. Mm. And then you get to the end of the four years and you're like approaching the edge where you like jump off into real life and you look back and you're like, oh my God, like so much has happened. How did I get here? And like, and then it's like you're thrown into the real world. But you also have like four years to process. Yeah. And there's this like processing period. And I think it's okay to sit Mm -hmm. in that. And it's okay to feel broken when you graduate because you just went through an intense four years. Like, honestly, now that I'm kind of out of that phase Mm post-grad, I'm feeling very liberated lately and just Mm -hmm. being like, you know what? I'm living my best life. And I was talking to my friend about like college and stuff like that. And I was like, I'm so glad I'm out, honestly. Like, yeah, I can't imagine being doing like school right now. Never. Like, I mean, I think both of us like college was fun. Like we really so had a good fun. experience. And so I was scared like nothing will beat college. Like, I know. But honestly, 100% it's a better life post college. Oh, yeah, <laughs> for sure. We're just in a weird time. But like yeah. it is yeah I would. Yeah, and I definitely feel that like there is pressure but there's also not pressure because there's literally nothing we can do there's about anything we can and so do. It, it's we have that advantage maybe that's like the silver lining of all this is like we really can do whatever we want because nobody's expecting anything of us Nobody. at this point so I'm like mom stop asking about it <laughs> also last thing we wanted to talk about this week was the social dilemma documentary yeah. on Netflix. My girl Emily Ooh. was like, we have to talk about this week. And so I picked it up on a good Tuesday afternoon once I got off of work. I was like, I got to get on this because I did my senior thesis about it. And so there's so much that we could talk about that I think we're going to make a whole nother podcast about this. Yeah. But we just still wanted to give our initial thoughts, what we thought was like cool, interesting, and encourage you guys to go watch it because I think it's a very important documentary right now. It's pretty poppin'. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. For sure. So what did you get out of it? Oh my gosh. I feel like what did I not get out of it? True. But um, I think the biggest thing, and like, sorry, spoiler alert, if you <laughs> haven't watched it, but if you haven't, please, please go and yes, do watch yes, it. Yes. Um, first of all, entire movie made me put a screen time on my phone because I was realizing how much I was spending on my phone and I was like scared for myself. I'm at two hours a day. Okay. I'm hoping to get down to one. Like for me, the takeaway was if these people who like helped create all of these apps are coming out and like exposing this to the world, Mm -hmm. it must be really happening. Like this must be so true. You know what I mean? It's not like again here's joe joe's back it's not like joe down the street who like made a documentary about yeah. it um and i think the part that like really got me was when the google guy was like i was in the inventor of gmail or whatever and i spent like a year working on like just designing what it looked like for yeah. you so that you would be addicted to your email and i was like what no i know what but the thing that gets me like worked up is like yeah duh why isn't anybody caring about this this is clearly a problem but like we also have people who don't believe that the earth is dying we have people that don't believe even covid is a thing when it's like two hundred thousand people have died and like so why would people believe in this and it's like i mean even like the people like 
who created, who are like literally talking the movie, mm-hmm. don't even let their kids have yeah, the apps that they I created. I love that they said that. Because, I was like, oh my God. But I will say they drop the best quotes in between the scenes. Oh, there was this one I, I wrote on it down. Screen? Yeah, I wrote yeah. one down and it said, there are only two industries that call their customers users, illegal drugs and software. Oh my gosh, that. And I literally was like laughing because I was like, that's, that's funny. That's good that's though. Because that's real. Like it literally is a drug. Like at the beginning of the year, because the class I was in, I was doing my thesis. Like I was ready to live this whole year off the grid. I was like going to, I deleted my social media and I had so I many things that. planned for the year. And I was like, I'm going to do all these things and let nobody know about it. Right. Mm-hmm. And then COVID happened and it was like, okay, well, I can't be in contact with anybody without social media. So, I mean, I will say I do think that there are good things that come out of it. But ultimately, these people, I think, were even too optimistic. They think that we can change social media. But honestly, I'm like, we're doomed. We're doomed. (laughs) Well, and the fact that they were even like, this was not the original intent. Yeah, I would just say, like, if you haven't watched it, like, do yourself a favor. Yeah. And just, like, think, sure. really think about it, too. Like, don't just, like, watch it and then, like, blow it off. And if like, you're not going to watch it, I have one one tip for you that I thought was the best tip they gave. It was at the very end of the documentary because like, that is so easy. And that I can see this affecting my life because I'm okay. an avid YouTube watcher, right? Right. Like, I consume most of my content on YouTube. I don't really watch TV or movies or yeah. anything. And he was like, never click recommended videos. Go and search whatever you want. And that is so true because I will click recommended videos because I mean, like I do want to watch them, right. but then it's like, I have been watching Trixie and Katya, the drag oh, yeah, queens, yeah, yeah, their yeah. show on YouTube. I clicked recommended and then I clicked it again. Next thing you know, my entire feed is drag queens. <laughs> and I'm like, love them, but I want to watch something else right, sometimes. I'm right, like, I right, miss right, my right, girl, right. Lauren Geraldo. Like, I, I'm <laughs> Lauren just, Geraldo, I'm just I like, love that. I need my people back. And so honestly, that's my recommendation. If you're going to be lame and not watch the documentary, but go watch it. And honestly, come back to this podcast sometime in the future because I will be talking about this yeah. again. Oh, yes. I love that you're a Lauren Geraldo. Like, I am a stand. I really, really am a are. stand alone draw that I was watching before you came. I'm not you really lie. are. Oh, I love her. I just love because like I she's never so, hear her name, but like are you're you just, like, she's Lauren like Geraldo. my favorite influencer. I watch like a good. There's like I know two she is that I follow, you. and it's her and, and Emma, Emma Chamberlain, Chamberlain. <laughs> and that's literally the only. I feel so basic saying Emma Chamberlain, but she's like made a comeback. I think anybody can agree. Oh yeah, her coffee company bitch. Oh, I know. All right, so I want to take it up another notch. You know, okay. we got we just got into some serious stuff, but. I have something groundbreaking that I want to talk about. Okay. We have somebody on the inside with us oh today, my God. listeners. Emily <sighs> Ralph has attended the infamous TikTok parties that have been going on the last you few kill months. Me. I have so many questions. Okay. There's so much I want to know. I okay. see it on social media. I follow it. I act like I don't care. I act like I'm mad, but I'm just jealous that I'm not there. Okay. And so okay. let's get into it. Okay. Great. So First, I want to know, because me, a normal folk, a plebeian out on the streets, I just want to get into the party, right? How do I get into a TikTok party? Yeah. So really, if I'm being really honest with mm-hmm. you, the only reason I've ever gotten in is because I'm dating Garrett right, right. and he so, is part of that world. So Garrett, wh- yeah. how, who is he? How did you meet him? Yeah. So God, this question has so much drama and like how sad that like my boyfriend has so much I mean, 
like how I met him had so much <laughs> drama. Like, he has so much drama. Yeah. I hate him. <laughs> so are you ready for a little story yeah. time? Oh, story time. Okay, yes. story time. Spill. Do you have your coffee? <laughs> um, my Red Bull. <laughs> go my Red Bull. Um, so yeah, so I um, had just gotten my heart broken. Oh, right. Uh, the yeah. good old days. And, she um, came crying to criminal justice, you guys. Oh, you have no idea. In a little Yeezy hat situation. It was no. great. <laughs> so uh, my girl and I, who I wish we were still friends, but we are not anymore. We'll get into it. Um, we, uh, needed a girl's night out right. because, you know, like, you know, when you break off with somebody, you're like, like let's, let's just rage. go fucking rage, like yeah. get it all out. You know, let's look hot. Let's like get oh, out. Shit. You know what yeah. I mean? So one of my friends, this is so random, was performing at the magic castle. Have you ever been there? Like Disneyland? No, 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 no. In LA. It's a <laughs> magic ma- showroom. Oh. But it's like high end. Oh, like you have like to be. She was have- for, wait, your friend was a magician? No, 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 no. My friend was with me, but <laughs> we were going to see my <laughs> Wait, your other friend was a magician? Yeah, it's so what? random. Oh my I did gosh, shows you still with him. know them? Oh yeah, I did shows with them growing up and oh? stuff. Like, so random. Why? But bitch, wait, met bitch, the wait, bitch, wait, bitch, wait. He's like, uh, probably like 40 now though. Like, oh. he's older. Um. So anyway, we were going to watch him because uh, he invited us. You have to have like a code word to get into this place. Oh, I was like, like, where the fuck are we? What's going on? <laughs> so anyway, so we saw him and then my friend had been hanging out with one of Garrett's roommates. And right. at this point, I had no idea who these people were. Uh-huh. Like, I thought they were just, she did, she does music. And so I was like, oh, they must just be like LA kids who like make music, whatever. Yeah. So we pull up because we're going to go out with them at the club afterwards. We pull up to Garrett's house and Garrett is standing outside. Again, didn't know who he was. I walked up. I was in this red dress. The red dress is really important. Mm. So just oh. like pull through with it. We get up there or start taking shots, like hanging out, whatever. I was like, oh, guys, like let's follow each other on Instagram. Like let's, you know, like that's yeah. what people do now, you know? And yeah. so I open up his Instagram and I'm like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> like at that point he had like 100K and I was like, 100k like what the fuck do you do yeah again at this point had no idea what social media even like i didn't know this existed yeah. right like i'm in my glendora that's little true bubble. i will say you're like I this no you're idea. like this girl like tana or oh something my gosh, was I'll there never forget when I, I, met was her. Like, I was like who oh are you? my god <laughs> i was like who are you i'm so embarrassed i'm not that hard of a fan now <laughs> dead exposed literally um so we kept trying to get everyone to go out like come out with us come out with mm-hmm. us and garrett was like i don't go out all of a sudden he like walks upstairs and he's like, we're like, where are you going? He's like, I'm going to take a shower because I'm going out. We go out to the club. We hit it off. Oh. Now here's where. I thought you going to say we hit the bar. We hit the bar. <laughs> I mean, I we totally did, <laughs> but love that. Um, so we get back and here's the real tea, guys. So at this point in my life, I was really going through something. Right, right. Heartbreak, whatever. Yeah. So I applied for The Bachelor <gasps> as a joke. And I'd actually gotten through the first round. Oh, what does that even look like? It's an application. You fill out all these questions. <laughs> You're like, it's an application, you yeah, idiot. <laughs> the next round, though, you have to like fi- film your own like hometown video oh. and take like lifestyle pictures of you doing oh, stuff, right? Okay. So here I am in the red dress. Okay. And I'm like, guys, this is oh, the perfect the opportunity. Red dress. Yeah. And at this part point, I'm drunk. Like I'm not wasted but i'm uh-huh. like drunk so i'm like feeling myself okay post club you're post at, his club, house, I'm at his house taking bachelor pictures and like wherever they go i'm, I'm really being serious wherever they go they go in flocks of like posses okay like yeah, no one's I, ever by themselves i it's the whole i think team 10 garrett was in team 10 for like a really? hot minute and he was in the gorilla squad <laughs> the gor- what i don't, I don't know. know what that me either <laughs> um and so we hit it like we hit it off that night and right. i kept coming back time after time mm-hmm. and 
here we are wow. tomorrow the we celebrate two years which is like what the fuck wow okay so basically what you're telling me is i need to find somebody that's a popular influencer yep. and date them basically okay so you need Jump to on help my bandwagon. me with that thank you don't worry i got you hooked up okay so let's say i get the invite i got invited to the party i walk it to the front door do i just run my at little ass in no. or oh you're on a list with a security guard oh and if i'm being really honest with you three-fourths are girls yeah, so you have to, there's two security guards. This most has of the been time. my biggest problem in college. I'm glad to know the same thing yep. is going to go over to the social media. Yep. World. Yeah. So you're on a list, and if you're not on the list, good luck. So I've heard this like um, situation. They did it in Black Mirror, I believe, where you go up and they they have this wall. With a scanner. This. Uh, what is it? Like Remember I don't know. Black it's, Mirror. Right. Is it they scan you and check your whole profiles and everything, and then you are either cleared to walk in. Or something like that. Yeah. Is that so that so does that happen? That doesn't happen at parties. <laughs> that will happen at houses. What like the sway house? I don't know about the sway house. Or but like, like sometimes the ones that, like, that. like the hype house will do that, and oh. like you have to sign waivers that like oh like NDAs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my um, gosh. I've never had to do it because okay, we got to keep you around. You're not signed to any NDAs. I have no NDAs, baby. <laughs> I can you're like, expose you can literally- <laughs> it all. So I'm on the list. I get in. Okay. What kind of music is playing? Are there TikTok songs? Is it top? Are they playing closer by the Chainsmokers? <laughs> Am I out the front door? Or is it kind of lit, actually? Honestly, it's pretty lit. Okay. Um, But I will say the second a TikTok song comes Every, on, does everybody everyone do does TikTok? Um, do people make TikToks there? They Not don't, right? Parties. I don't think I've ever seen. Not at parties. Um, Are people like going buck wild? Or are they like concerned with like saving face and like no they being get like, plastered oh they do Everyone's so they do plastered. get like have fun right Every, so most people have okay, like a so case of like claws to like themselves the, like is it like Project X going on like, yes basically that, movie? that sounds kind of fun enough okay so here's the thing <laughs> what it's fun until it's not okay there are so many people yeah that like you at points you just can't like breathe. I'm like, okay, I want to go. Like, I need to go. I need to go. I need to go. And if you're not super drunk or, like, gone, Mm -hmm. it's not as fun as you think it would be. That's fair. I would be drunk and gone. Yeah. (laughs) And I was the time I was there, so here Um, we are. (laughs) So is there food there? No. (laughs) What's the situation? Is there an open bar? Do I have to bring my own alcohol? It depends on where you're going. Okay. So if, like, you're going to a birthday party of a TikToker, most (laughs) of the time they're going to have a bunch of stuff for you. I've just had like had experiences in the past where like I don't trust alcohol from anybody. Garrett and I will bring yeah, our yeah. own. Okay. Um, but like Not no, nobody. Tonight, but like ladies. no, thank you. Yeah, but no. also there's there's no food because they're social media people, so they can't eat. <gasps> no one ate last night at Saddle Ranch. I had a fat salad. What? I said no, I'm gonna eat. Okay, so around Bryce Hall's birthday party, which we will get into later because <laughs> I have some beef with Bryce Hall. Um, I saw on Twitter that there was this giant like backyard barbecue table full of condoms Mm -hmm. so i want to know is that a thing that happens at all the parties was that his and are people just like hooking up like what's this i mean i guess at least they're safe (laughs) this is what i saw it was a it was a panning video there was like white claw pyramid with 1942 surrounding it pan to a bowl a single bowl of chips on a table and then the third one was a whole pile of condoms. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Oh my gosh, on? no, that's Bryce Hall. <laughs> okay, that so it was just Bryce Hall. Me. That has never happened. What the <laughs> fuck was he doing? I mean, everybody in that world hooks up with everybody. Okay, so is that... Re- so here's my thing. Like, TikTok in my head is like, I feel like everybody's so young on there that like, 
are they really all hooking up and like oh they are there's so much drama within all of them you're right but no this is why because i remember do you remember that drama with like i don't know what's her name dixie or or um j huddy and charlie and then the side piece whatever her name was and it was all this drama over like a kiss a kiss (laughs) a literal kiss (laughs) a literal kiss and i was like are you kidding me I mean, and then I have to think for a second, like, oh, Charlie is young. She's I, yeah, young, that's young, young, like, young, so young. Maybe that's like, there's, you know, like high school drama. So you know what I mean? that's what my representation of like drama. So I'm like, maybe they're not all hooking up, but no, they, they are. They okay. Are. Good to know. Good to know. Okay. <laughs> speaking of drama. <laughs> oh God, here we go. It's time for every, why everybody tuned in today. I yeah. am here to talk about <laughs> my beef with the man, the myth, the legend, Bryce Oh, Lord. Let me take you guys back. Let me set the scene. Okay, I'm ready. It was a Friday night. I got out of work at 430 and I drove my little ass over to Emily's house. Uh Oh, my gosh. She is (laughs) knocking over the equipment. She is too excited about this story. So I'm at Emily's. She gets a snap from her boyfriend and she's like, oh my God, he's at Bryce Hall's birthday. And I was like, why are we not there? (laughs) And she was like, I didn't think you'd want to go. He asked if like we wanted to be there or whatever. And I was like, I know that I sit here and talk shit on all these TikTokers all day, (laughs) but I will for sure be at a TikTok party if I'm invited. Right. So I was kind of didn't know this guys. So let me put that in there. I did not know. I'm like, okay, well, let's get our asses over there. And so we're looking up Uber rides. We're like planning the whole scene. We, it's literally they were like fifty dollar Ubers. Literally, I was like, we're really about to pay a hundred dollars to go to this stupid party. And I was like, Emily, it's gonna be trending number one on Twitter the next day. And you know what? It was. So I wasn't wrong. It was. You weren't wrong. We were also so so many shots in. Let's like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. We were drinking our truly. No, no, no. Sorry, that is so embarrassing. Yeah, it's so we were drinking police? hard claws. Hard claws. What the fuck are they called? Hard we were drinking claw? white claws. Trying the new ones: lemon, tangerine, yeah, watermelon. Yeah, yeah. I was giving a little taste test. Yeah, and we we're also drinking vodka. Yes. So she facetimes her boyfriend. He's like, "Oh, let me go find." Taylor or Bryce or someone yeah. and he like goes over blah 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 we're kind of like ooh what's happening like I'm looking at people's feet I'm looking at all their ugly shorts that they were wearing they all wear very ugly shorts very somebody ugly was wearing shorts. zebra print I think it was actually Bryce it and was, I was Bryce. just like why are you wearing yep. zebra print shorts I know. please I know. get your life together I know. you have all these followers all this money and you're gonna wear forever 21 zebra, zebra print shorts, shorts. <laughs> okay so <laughs> she, he comes to him and then he hangs up and yep. I'm just like what the fuck is wrong with your man can you get his act together come on okay so she texts him and she's like what's the sitch and he's like so you know like bryce is still worried about the whole gun situation that we had next week if you didn't know i saw it on twitter oh yeah yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, it was everywhere people were talking about like this gunfight that went down in front of the house right and so they were concerned about it happening again because they didn't know who i was and i was sitting there in a hot pink shirt and bright yellow <laughs> melon shorts. And I was like, what is giving you bring a gun vibes? Right, exactly. Like, is it the melons? Yeah. The pink? The pink. Um, So I was pissed because I was like, so we're really not going to this party because I think Bryce Hall thinks that I am going to bring a gun, <laughs> a gun, a literal gun. I'm going to shoot up the party. Which I would have shot up the party, but with shots, shots baby. baby. I would have brought the fun. <laughs> yeah. So I would have brought the stripper moves. I saw the policeman stripper. Oh my, oh my gosh, God. why didn't I think to do that? I should have came in a stripper suit. You literally should have. Uh, sorry, a police suit. They should have hired you. Okay, Bryce Hall, if you happen to be listening to this right now, actually, Bryce Hall's friends, hire me. I will come to his next birthday party and I will take my clothes off. <gasps> Dead. Hit me up, you guys. Hit me up. So, TikTok aside, 
you are still in the entertainment industry Mm -hmm. but you're out here doing real auditions grinding hard and so I wanted to talk to you about the entertainment industry and the dark sides of it because to me I was in a screenwriting class one year in college one semester and in that class I was with a bunch of film majors and I mean I already hate film majors but (laughs) (laughs) but um I just keep attracting them into my life and the more I do the more I realize that it is the most miserable industry to be in so I'm like why would anybody want to be in it totally there's so much there that I think people just don't even know about and everybody is kind of like striving for this fame yes and so I want to have you on today yeah talk about it a little bring some awareness to what's really going on and also for people that are actually trying to do what they want to do and it's their passion and totally um needs some hope and advice and yeah purpose so first i guess just share with the people what you even do yeah <laughs> um what kind of scenes are you in what are you auditioning for yeah. stuff like that yeah so i am i'm signed to an agent in la i'm Ooh, with an yeah. agent she has an agent boy yeah. so when i was at tcu the school before the one jake and i graduated from um i was a Bachelor of Fine Arts and Musical Theater. So I was on scholarship for that. And I was on a scholarship for dance as well. Okay. So I've always pursued dance and theater. Like that's always been my thing. Um, so I came out to L- back to LA for other reasons and ended up getting my agent. I'm with um, the Movement Talent Agency signed to musical theater. Right. So I'm signed to stage, which means um, anything in film, TV, live theater, any at any point when I'm singing, dancing, and acting, that's what I'm being sent okay. out for. Triple threat. Triple threat, baby. Okay, I see you. <laughs> um, So, yeah. So, I've done a lot of theater and a lot of stage. I've gotten really, really close on a lot of TV mm-hmm. and film opportunities, which we'll talk about later. But um, also because of COVID right now, no one's doing live yeah, theater. Yeah, so I like, saw somebody on my Twitter talking about, like, there's no audition. No audition. Yeah, I haven't been out on audition in, like, months. So, that's kind of what I'm doing out here. I'm tapping into the music world too. I have some singles out on Spotify Ooh, and stuff. Do you want to plug them really quick? What do they just yeah, search your yeah. name? Yeah, you can just search Emily Ralph on Spotify, and my stuff should come up. I'm on Apple Music as well. Okay, Ooh, okay, Ooh, she's on all platforms. Yeah. All right. Um. So as you're out here auditioning for different things, I imagine you're um reaching a lot of rejection, yeah. <laughs> and for the sake of bringing um productive conversation what has kind of been some of the hardest rejections that you face yeah so since we're kind of talking about social media mm-hmm. um i was in the final 10 to be in the new uh the abc little mermaid live oh. to be one of the sisters Shit. and it was a really big deal yeah and so yeah i made it to final 10 and i can sit here and tell you right now that none of the girls that were with me were on the the show okay um, so they decided that they were going to go with social media stars, oh. AKA if you didn't have over like 10,000 followers, like get out my, like go out the door. Oh. So I think that was the hardest rejection because I was I, honestly, Jake, like I was, I was in a show at the time and I had all my callbacks on the same day. And so I did a show in the morning in Claremont, drove to Burbank to do my callback, drove back to do another show and drove back to do my callback again. And so they were putting me through like just yeah. so much and then they don't even go with any of us. And it's us. like all for what? Like, all for what? That's a, I feel like that's a big F you because it's like, okay, you just went through so much shit. All of you, everybody that's in the running, right. one of you can get it, but actually just kidding. This person has more followers. Let's bring them exactly. in to bring more viewers. Exactly. But that's the thing. That's, that's happening all the time now. Yeah. Oh. My social media is such a huge part of what I do. Mm-hmm. 
because if you don't have a following, why bring you on a project yeah. if you're not going to bring viewers? Viewers. Um, which is, I personally have a really hard time with it. Cause I think it's just so messed up, but, yeah. um, that was definitely the hardest because I was so, I so thought I had it. Like I, th- I had it in like the palm of my hand Yeah. and then to find out that it was because I wasn't big on Instagram. It's not about my talent. How do you like handle all of that? And do you, do you like find yourself? I imagine if I was in that position and I was right. getting a bunch of no's and stuff, like I would start hearing their feedback and start like changing like yeah. who I am or even if it's like oh a, an appearance thing like it, I know sure. that's a big thing too oh, it's like yeah. what I'm gonna stop like oh I guess I'll stop eating for the next audition you know right so, like, right, what does right. that look like for you and yeah. how do you handle it yeah and I'll be honest like the image thing is really hard for me mm-hmm. um because I I I watch these girls just like put themselves through not eating and like mm-hmm not eating for days and like fasting and all this stuff. And like I was in a really toxic relationship before I met Garrett and he had introduced me to intermittent fasting (laughs) and I was like eating for maybe like three hours a day. And it was a really scary part of my life because I think everyone in my life was kind of like, what are like, you're, you're great how you are. Like, why do you, why do you care? Um, but it is hard to like go to an audition and like not look at your competition and like size them up and be yeah, like, Oh my gosh, sure. like she's ripped. Like her abs are like there. She's wearing a crop top. I'm a so judgmental am I. bitch. I go into every room and I'm like, you're skinny. Literally. Than me. Yeah. I'm uglier than you. As you're humans hot. we do though. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so like, how do you not let that like yeah, totally no, change sure. you? Like I started changing like how I dressed auditions based on what girls were wearing. And I think the rejection part of it, like yeah. at first I wasn't really understanding. I was like kind of big about myself. I was like, but I'm like so good. Everyone tells me I'm so good. Mm -hmm. And then when I started learning about social media, I was like, what? Like I I thought it was so stupid. I was like, this is just so dumb to me. Like, why are we focusing on this? You know? And so I don't even, I don't really know if that ever hit me and made me like rethink what I was doing and everything. I just kind of looked at it as if like, if I'm supposed to be in this project, if I'm supposed to be in this room, if they want me, then it's my job, yeah. right? But if like I'm busting my butt for you and you don't want me back, it's not a mutual selection. Like then I don't want to work for you anyway. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like, for sure. Do you think that like because people are just bringing in people with bigger followings that maybe don't have as much hard work and talent? Like um, they always say like to reach your expertise or whatever, you have to put in like what forty thousand hours or something. Right, Do you know right, what I'm saying? Right. Um. And these people maybe have not. They just blew up because of a TikTok or something. Or sorry, yeah. not to bring up TikTok, but like an Instagram, no, YouTube, please. whatever yeah. it is. And do you think that there's a loss of talent like within the industry right now? Because I feel like, I mean, a lot of mute. I'm very into the music world. I'm just about to talk and, about that. And I just think like music, I'm like, there is nothing like 90s, early 2000s music. So good. And it's just sucked ever since, like, closer by the chain smoker. I know. I know. <laughs> so, like, do you, is it, is that because of social media? Is that because people, because I mean, perceivably, it's these random people that are just coming out with music and getting big, but maybe do, are they social media people before and I don't even realize? Yeah. So, I'm very passionate about this. Okay. Um, and just a disclaimer mm-hmm. um, a lot of these people that I'm kind of referencing here. Um, are some of my really good friends in social Mm -hmm. media and they have decided that because you're big on social media, you should start singing. (laughs) I'm sorry. I paused because I, I just can't not laugh. Yeah. 
I I just don't think that it's how degrading to all singers around the like, world. What that the are fuck? Like, that are like I've been training since <laughs> I was eight, and my song can even hit like above fifty thousand yeah. plays. But your song is number one trending on YouTube. Yeah, and on the like actual iTunes charts. And, and <laughs> I go, have you listened shame. to yourself sing? Like, I'm just gonna shout out Chloe and Hallie really quick. I already brought them up, but like you they them. are so good. And they are. I did a comparison and what's I'm not gonna name names, but you all know who she is. She's a famous TikToker and she has like m- like multi like uh, what triple digit yep. millions yep. views on her YouTube and Chloe yep. and Hallie have like three million views on their Literally. music video. And they're doing everything from the tennis courts in their backyard. Literally. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So here I am like trying to uh, having to celebrate you and your big victories and your big songs. And I'm like, no dude, I've been busting my butt since I was a little trying to do this. And because you have a famous sister on tiktok <laughs> you were gonna blow up with a yeah. song that i could have made in five minutes yeah like it's just like i don't mean to be like oh i'm so great yeah, i'm yeah, so yeah, great no, yeah, but yeah, like <laughs> the fuck dude like this doesn't make any sense to me yeah for and sure. so i think jake like what you say about the talent like the talent pool is so different yeah because it doesn't matter anymore mm-hmm. i'm so passionate about it i think yeah. it's ridiculous and i imagine because you're being put up against these people there's a lot of people in your ear being like Oh, if you did X, Y, and Z, like you could sacrifice this and you would become popular. And then like, even when the opportunity arises, like you're still making sacrifices of like image or like, um, however you feel morally about something. So you have a very wholesome image. I feel like it's very PG. And I mean, maybe it's because of this or, or is that authentically who you are and how do you keep like preserve that in an industry that's like sex sells and right like let's have a free-for-all <laughs> right exactly see I'm very wholesome I think I'm half I mean, I'm know. pretty wholesome um I in will, your image to other people yes you are yeah so online. I will I will never forget my dad and I were driving home from dance one day I was like nine or ten um this is kind of like around the time where you like go to remember in fifth grade when they sit you and you watch like the sex video and like <laughs> all that stuff yeah was yours the one where they had a pancake yes and then the hot Shut dog up. and they threw yes. the hot dog yes. through the pancake oh hole <laughs> my gosh i was like where i was like where am i like i call i was so scarred when i got home i was like what's going on what is happening I'm so I'll down. never forget it. Oh my Glad we god! Have that shared experience. Love that. I feel like it just circulated. It just circulated. went around. It went around. But like, also, side note, like, how awkward were you just like sitting with all your other classmates, just like all in the cafeteria, Literally. just like watching? Literally. So this was like around that time, and my that we had seen a billboard driving home of just like a girl in no clothes, and my dad was like, I hope one day you never, ever, ever take your clothes off on TV for anyone for any amount of money. Yeah. And I will never forget him saying that. Um, at the at the true core of who I am, I will never do that. Yeah. I don't care how much money I be making. I don't care. And I just want to say, like, that's your prerogative. Oh no, for sure. And, like, for sure. You know, we're not here to slut shame people. Oh, no, but, not at all. Um, but for you personally, like, yes, that is important to you and you don't want to have, like, you don't yeah. want to do that. Yeah. Tori Kelly Stan. I Tori, can, what's the song? Sure. You know oh, the yeah. song lyrics. Uh, I can they? become famous to keep my clothes on or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, that's all yeah, you, yeah. girl. <laughs> but I will say that it's hard because I'm like, well, I'm saying no to opportunities and somebody else is going to take them, mm-hmm. you know? And so how many times can I say no to opportunities and then just not get opportunities anymore. Yeah. So. Blacklisted. Blacklisted, which is a thing. Well, yeah, actually, like now with the Me Too movement, we finally have people, women coming out 
and telling their stories of abuse that happen behind the scenes from these men that are producing and directing and creating like backstage and they're just getting blacklisted and they're just like losing their jobs because they didn't do what they wanted them to do in the first place. And so I think, yeah, we can come for these directors and producers individually, but overall, like something has to change for these types of people to not be behind the scenes anymore. So I guess just like, how do you think we fix this problem? Do we put, just put women in those positions? Like educate, how do we educate people better? Like, I don't know. I mean, that's a hard question because yeah. I, I don't necessarily know if I have an exact answer to yeah. that, but I think that, so whoever's educating these people who are sitting behind the table, who are making mm-hmm. casting decisions, if it's meetings with networks, if it's yeah. sitting down with everyone at ABC and saying, Hey, you know what? Like, let's talk about this. Whoever's the front runner of all these companies or all these shows, whatever needs to have those discussions because I think without those discussions, it's overlooked. It's not talked yeah. about. It really isn't. Yeah, It's not talked about as much as it's being talked about. Out, on the media on the outside because no yeah one talks that's what about i think on the inside that's what i think too it's like oh yeah because i mean that's something i see with twitter lately it's like we all get enraged about everything and rightfully so but then nothing behind the scenes is actually going on right and the same thing just keeps happening over and over again and so with trying to change that landscape um i think there's also this mentality of like kind of what you were saying if you don't want to do this, mm-hmm. there's somebody else that will do it totally. for either less money or they're skinnier or right. they're blonder or like whatever right. it is. Like there's always somebody to replace you and they make that very clear. I feel mm-hmm. like in the scenes that I've been in in the past, like that has been made obvious to me. Mm-hmm. It makes this cycle of like every single person. It's like, OK, you go into the room you don't want to do something they replace you the next person goes a little farther but then doesn't want to and then they replace her Mm -hmm. and so how do we stop this cycle that inevitably just ends in the very last person exploiting themselves for all these people to make a bunch of money how do you regulate abuse in this industry right you know right i don't know if there is a way Mm -hmm. um a lot of contracts will say I've, i've been out for a couple reality tv shows and a lot of the contracts will say like you're at you're at the feet of a producer yeah. you're told if you're gonna Literally. sign this you're told what to do um if you say one word if you don't do what they tell you to do whatever whatever yeah. you're done you're out the door yeah right um i think that's bullshit in my opinion <laughs> Fair. um but i also don't think that they know how to regulate in any other way right i think that's been the stigma forever right and I feel like that needs to change but i i don't necessarily know if it's something that we at our power level yeah can do unless we know somebody working up in the inside that's the problem with most things in the world it's like we get faced like the normal plebeians in the street get <laughs> faced with all these problems and are told that like yeah there's all these problems right. you need to do better and fix right. it but then it's like okay well it's all these big industries exactly. that are causing them and exactly. putting the blame on us but it's like well, what am i going to do about it like right. i'm just one person and even if we all band together like they still have all the power and money exactly so, like, Still, what am I going to do? Right. And I'm not one to say don't use your voice. Use your no, voice. yeah, of course. But I'm just telling <laughs> you right now. We're literally here talking on a podcast. I We're know, using a voice. But like, <laughs> dead. But like, my voice to these guys doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. It's so. fucked up. <laughs> it's really fucked up. You're like making me like think about everything I'm doing. I'm like, fuck, what am I doing? Well, yeah. So with all that, like that's where I go. And I'm just like, I can't grasp why this, why you would ever do this. Because yeah. it's like. 
there's this whole like the whole journey of an actor or singer or whatever is like you grind so hard it's so miserable you suffer and that's like up front like that's a part of it like it's normalized like you're gonna suffer for so many years before you make your big break and then like you get a job and it's still these horrible conditions and it's like you're under the like tyranny of these producers and stuff let's say you reach the top and you're a famous actress and you have all the money and wealth in the world those are like the saddest people ever there i i rarely hear celebrities be like i love my life i'm having the best they're always like i am struggling so hard because friendship people are hard to trust like you have so many issues like so many commitment issues like the mental draining it does in the years before so like at the end of all that I'm just like why would I ever want to go into that so I guess like what drives you to keep doing this yeah because like in my head if it's just like a passion to dance then like why wouldn't you just stay in your little neighborhood get a job at a dance studio live a comfortable life be at home and have a good time I definitely have an answer for that but I'm also not gonna sit here and pretend like I have not had moments where I've been like why am I doing this like what am I doing this for um, so I do teach dance. Like I teach a lot of, a lot of it. Yeah. And there is n- not the same level of fulfillment mm. that I get from being on stage. I love being able to step out of my own body for a second and my own problems and step mm. into somebody else's. It's kind of like an escape. It's yeah. like, I don't have to deal with myself and my issues, my problems, whatever, go- whatever's going on in my life for two and a half hours. I don't get that when I'm teaching. Yeah. It's so different. I am also a person who like the best way I express myself is through performing. And I feel like the thing that really keeps me going with all the rejection and I could count so many of the no's that I've gotten is the fact that I feel like I was put here to tell a story Hmm. to somebody else who needs to hear it. And if that means that I have to wait for my perfect opportunity, then I'll wait. But I feel like somebody needs to hear what I need to say on stage so that they can go and like change themselves or like it helps them in some way, you know? And I don't get that with dance. Yeah. I can like help kids learn how to express themselves because I had a teacher who taught me and now I love it. Right. But like that just isn't enough for me. It's not enough. That is beautiful. And I'm like almost brought to tears right (laughs) now because it's like, it's like, cause my, my whole thing too about post-grad, it's like, what am I going to do? And one thing that I do know is that I'm very passionate about watching other people grow and sparking growth in other people. And so to see you still be able to go through all that for the sake of someone else and kind of put it all down to like maybe make an influence in somebody for somebody is kind of um, encouraging, I guess, (laughs) you know, to go through shit and then still be able to come out on the other side and be like, you know what? I do all this, but I have a reason. Right. <laughs> and it's, Someone needs and to it, hear and it. it's not fame and money with all that being considered. And like, yeah, I know you want to change people's lives, but from day to day that you're not seeing that. So how mm. do you stay encouraged? And um, I guess maybe what is some advice that you would give to somebody that's like listening right now yeah. and is like going through auditioning every yeah. day and getting no's every day and feeling insecure and yeah. just like looking for some encouragement to yeah. keep going. Yeah, I have a couple of things. I think one of the biggest things, now I'm going to say this, I don't have it all figured out. I really don't. Um, I would recommend that you don't go into this industry auditioning if you don't know who you are at the core of things. This can, this world, this, that world can change you so much. And if you don't know who you are, it'll change you fast. Yeah. Um, so know what you believe in, know who you want to be 
or have an idea, know what you want and what, know what you don't want. And that'll really help your perspective going into auditioning. The other thing that I will say is I will sit here and tell you right now, my best friends are not in my industry. They aren't. Good. I don't have a community of dance friends. I don't. Is that bad? It's not. Oh. No, 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 okay. not at all. Now, like, are good. they like, no, no, no. <laughs> You're like, good bitch, good. <laughs> but, but like, I have friends that like I audition with, but I will say that if I did not have a community outside of it, I would have spiraled, spiraled a long time ago. Yeah. You have to have other people in your life that are going to bring you back down to earth when you get home from that yeah. audition because you can't live in that. For sure. That's why I appreciate that I live in Glendora. I love driving an hour to an audition because then I get to drive and be away from it. Like I don't yeah. want to be there anymore, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, and then the third thing I'll say is never stop learning. Um, you're never done learning your craft. So just because you think, oh, I'm in the big leagues now, I'm auditioning for film and TV, I'm here. If you're not still watching and learning from other actors and people who have done it or taking dance class or watching videos, like you need to always be learning because the casting directors always want what's new. And if you're not up to date with that, you won't even be looked at. Y'all hear that? <laughs> Y'all hear that? Get your butts in class. <laughs> As I say, I've not no, taken dance class in like six months because of COVID, but I mean. No, and that's something like I'm glad you said that because that's something that I don't know people probably from the outside that aren't in this industry like are like oh my gosh all these people are just going and singing for these people right. and it's like you're not doing any work but you like are making the most money and fame or whatever but it's like no you're doing so much research to be up to date with what's going on what are the right. like even auditioning and like going and it's like work every day right. like Right. I 100% that sounds way more dirty than my office oh job. Oh my gosh, so. yeah. I like leave an audition and my and my thing is is like I reward myself after I leave every audition. Like McDonald's I go to Chipotle. <laughs> I go to Chipotle. We just hated like, on Chipotle in our last episode. I know so what I'm the judging fuck you. you guys. <laughs> Fucking love that place. Hate their it. guac. Get the extra guac. I will kids. say their chips go hard. They do. But um the last thing I'll say about it is that package yourself well. Don't go in being the edgy girl if you're not edgy outside of there because they'll read it fast so again kind of like the wholesome thing i'm yeah. always going in as that like wholesome small town girl mm -hmm. who then can like whip it out on stage you know what i mean <laughs> Shit, whip it out <laughs> whip it out <laughs> okay but don't try to sell something you're not because Aww. they'll catch on and yeah authentic. just know know who you are really be authentic with yourself because okay. they will read right through it that was so. like a good balance of like some soul searching some things they can like you know go reflect on yeah. think about but then also like practical things on like what to do to right. like yeah. be good so thank you for sharing that and of thank course. you for sharing everything you have of with course. us today i of think course. that was a really good conversation i think i learned a lot and i'm not going to judge you as hard for all your grinding <laughs> Okay, thank you because so much. Thank God for the podcast, am I right? Yeah, so... Oh um, my God. Well, thank you. You changed my life. <laughs> I, Classic, And I think you probably go. touched somebody's soul today. Good. So thank you again for being here. Yeah, thanks for making this. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening today. I'm Jake Spencer. Follow me on the socials at It's Not What It Looks Like podcast and at <laughs> Jake Spencer with two E's. Jake E.E. -E Spencer. <laughs> um, Emily, where can the people find you? Yeah, so I'm on the socials too um, at Emily Ralph, E-M-I-L-Y-R-E-L-P-H on Instagram <laughs> and Twitter. It's something like that. You'll find it and mm -hmm. Spotify and 
um, Apple Music. Just type in my name and you should see all my stuff wow. there. Oh my gosh. Go stream. Honestly, they have a new song coming out soon. Disclaimer. I'm not going to lie. Me and my friends blast her bops in our cars yes. with the window down and whip our hair around. Love that. Love <laughs> so it's that. always a party with the Emily Ralph Spotify um, oh, yes. list of songs. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. So leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Anywhere you can leave a review, leave one. Rate us five stars wherever you can leave us five stars. <laughs> I don't really know the whole situation. But leave us some reviews. DM me on Instagram. Tell me what you want to hear next week. I got tons of ideas, but I would love to hear what you guys want to talk about. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I hope you all have a great week. Let me know about my hair loss. Oh that my is God. the only thing I care about here. Oh God, here we All go. right. Have a good week. Peace, Peace out. out.